Welcome to the Ike Packers Podcast. Go Pack Go. Make the trade happen. Jordan Love needs action. Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're IKE underscore Packers on Twitter. Is the deal done yet? Well, general manager of the Jets, Joe Douglas, thinks it's done. He's telling people that the fun is about to begin in New York. Well, the fun's about to begin in Green Bay. Jordan loves season. Today, we dive into some mock drafts and more. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'm your host and Packers fans. Thank you for tuning in. The NFL draft is about less than 20 days away so it is going to be here before we know it and we are very excited because the Packers have a lot of picks they've got good picks and they may get even more because Aaron Rodgers is still a member at this moment of the organization but Joe Douglas he wants him in New York he's saying he's going to be there in New York so something's going to happen stay with us every step of the way we have 100 countries listening and we are very happy to serve all 100 plus of them KJ my co-host is here as well KJ welcome to the podcast how you doing what's going on Packers fans Two weeks from this Thursday, two weeks from this Thursday, the first round of the NFL draft. I love this time of year. A little bit of a a lull right now in the NFL schedule, per se, where, you know, the exciting part of free agency kind of draws to a little bit of a slower pace. Uh, And the the combine's already over. You know, most of the pro days are over. And this is really when the scouts just get in the trenches and do their work. And and like Alex said, you know, the Packers have a storyline to watch. Aaron Rodgers is still a member of the Green Bay Packers organization. But it is just known on both sides, whether it's the he said, he said, she said of Aaron Rodgers to Brian Gutenkunz from their aspects, or whether it's, you know, Joe Douglas literally, you know, basically saying Aaron Rodgers is going to be here. He's going to be here. Uh, not sure if I would advise that, but both sides have kind of like given a little bit in terms of the leverage in this negotiation, but I expect something to get done before the draft. We'll see what happens. Luckily, the Packers are in the position of power because we have multiple starting caliber quarterbacks. The Jets have none. They just signed, I think, uh, who's that, Boyle? They signed uh, Boyle, you know, the old backup for, for the, ba- the Packers, excuse me. Like, look, I feel good knowing that my quarterback is not Boyle. Um, like you know what I'm saying and and going going just like maybe we'll start right at the uh at the Todd Bowles or or excuse me the uh the Joe Douglas excuse me the Joe Douglas quote where he was like put on the spot on stage he's like is Aaron Rodgers coming is he coming he's like he's gonna be here you know this is almost like I I said it before it's like the Jets that is the general manager of the New York Jets yes it's the general manager of the Jets It's like you're going or someone is going. The Jets are going to, like, the Mercedes car dealership or they're going to the Ferrari. You're driving with your wife and you're like, I've got a surprise for you. (laughs) Not like that, man. But they're they're going, they're test driving the Ferrari. They're asking all sorts of questions and they're saying they're, they're saying like, yep, we want him like like we'll take it. We'll take it. And then it gets time, you know, they draw up the paperwork and and they all of a sudden they don't want to pay. It's like they want the keys of the Ferrari but they don't want to pay for it. And even worse, just to like expand on what this situation is with Joe Douglas making those comments is now they've told all their boys. Now they've told all their friends they're already getting the Ferrari and then they still haven't even worked out the deal. It's like they, they told the, the salesman they're getting the Ferrari. They told all their friends are getting the Ferrari. So all the friends are expecting to see it. 
and they don't have the Ferrari. So what does that mean? It means they got to get the Ferrari. They got to get Aaron Rodgers and they got to give the Packers at least two second round picks. Like I said it last week, if they, if this is all about the first round pick or if they were willing to get, if, if this wasn't about the first round pick, the deal would already be done. You know, the, the, the Packers are, are haggling on that first round pick as they should and I think if they relent, it'll be for the multiple seconds. And the Jets just don't want to give up that 13th overall pick. I totally understand. But it's like, look, man, you want a Ferrari. You want a Mercedes. You want a Lamborghini. You want something of that caliber. I mean, look at look at the quarterback you just signed. You got to pay the price. Alex, thoughts on the situation? Joe Douglas officially has his job on the line. I think he's got to bring in A-Rod or else it's him leaving town, Cage, because Top that was— that was crazy for him to make that statement. I would not advise of it either. And it kind of just says that he's willing to do what needs to be done worst case. And I think that's where Goot has the leverage is Packers can just sweat them out, right? Like, I, I know a lot of people are saying this it has to get done by the draft. Everyone wants it done by the draft. But it doesn't technically have to. And yeah, I think, true. And I think that's something that I've kind of – come to reality and grips with is that hey they might trade him in the offseason and get picks for next season and we'll still roll out with jordan love um so i, I just don't think the packers want to get fleeced for their hall of fame quarterback and, and it's really not they? worth you know giving him up when you know he could play three or four years based on how he feels and how we how he wants to play and he'll play at a high level kj because rogers has a lot of pride packers fans we know about this i think one thing that's also interesting is that is anyone really surprised that Aaron Rodgers has kind of dominated the news cycle for the Packers this offseason again? Like, I was thinking about it. Like, free agency, I mean, Packers were able to make some in-house moves, but it wasn't like they were able to really go explore it, KJ. Go shopping. Yeah, and it's like, okay, well, we're still waiting on this item to, you know, to, like— come in right we're still hoping the store the gets this item yeah, yeah yeah they had no money in their bank account essentially and and so i have to believe that you know there's something that rogers is doing here i i don't believe that he's just like hands off packers jets you figure it out i don't think that's really the case here i think there's some intric- intricacies and uh we just don't know what they are but i think you know if i was the jets I would give up that first-round pick. I don't see why they won. I don't think that these players that they believe they're hitting on are truly, like, the difference maker in Aaron Rodgers is. I really don't believe that, Cage. Like, Sauce Gardner is a top-five quarterback selection. That's different than a 13th overall pick. You're you're in the middle range there. Well, it's one thing to hit on a Sauce Gardner, but it's like anyone can do that, Packers fans. Anyone listening to this podcast could have selected Sauce Gardner, gave the card to the guy, the guy runs the card up, and then Goodell reads the card off. Sauce Gardner is drafted. We all could have looked great. You know, like Joe Douglas is kind of getting a little uh, high on his own supply here. Um, he's assuming he's already got the Ferrari. He's assuming he's already got Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't. And it, I, don't, I can't even remember a, a negotiation this bizarre. You know what I'm saying? Like, think back to when Rodgers first announced. Like, there was the rumors. And then Rodgers officially announced that he's trying to play for the Jets. Packers are like, yep, we're, we're willing to accommodate you. And it's all because the Jets are just unwilling to pay the price that comes with getting a high-caliber quarterback, man. Look, 
Look at these deals we That's put why you on don't Ike make Packers. deals with the Jets. <laughs> I, like, look at the deals we put on Nike Packers in weeks past. The Russell Wilson quarterback deal. The Matt Stafford quarterback deal. The Carson Palmer quarterback deal from back in the day. I feel like I'm forgetting one quarterback in there. But, like, obviously these are not perfect comps. But if Rodgers was the same age as those guys, he would get five first-rounders. You know? And it's like... He's not the same age, but you're not getting him for a measly third-round pick. Like, you're giving us, at the very minimum, two first-round picks, and I don't know why they're being so difficult about it. They're just clowning themselves. Like, let's say it's the nuclear scenario, Pakistan's right. Jets do not budge on their, on their demands. They're like, we're not giving you the two seconds either. And the Packers just say, all right, well, we're not going to, you know, get disrespected like that. We're going to hold on to him and— Basically, it's going to be one quarterback of those set like Charlie Barron said. <laughs> well, it's just going to be one of those situations where I think the Packers have Rodgers like a little like away from the team, and the Jets go out and, and roll with Zach Wilson or Todd Bowl, you, you know, or, or whatever his name is, and they're going to lose like a ton of games. You know, they're not going to repeat last season's magic because their division is just that talented. Like, look at the Dolphins; they added Jalen Ramsey. Look at the Bills; they're not going to take a step back. New England. You know, Bill Don't Belichick. Bill Belichick can coax more out of like a like a like a standard quarterback than the Jets can coax out of a standard quarterback. Like the Jets desperately need a guy of Aaron Rodgers' caliber, and that's why I said on the on the pod last week, Packers fans. I believe that if you ask me what I think is going to happen, Woody Johnson, the Jets owner, is going to be like, "Look, I, I can't believe how childish you've been, Joe Douglas. I'm stepping in, get the dang deal done. One first or two seconds, call up the phone and talk to him and offer it to him, and let's get this done. Let's move forward. So you, when you're making all these crazy claims that Aaron Rodgers is going to be here, we can actually back it up because in business and in you know sports and in life even." You have to back up your word. And, I mean, Joe Douglas is just kind of like grasping at straws right now. The guy looks inexperienced at the negotiating table. Honestly, he really does. And I think the nuclear option, the Packers still have the leverage. Obviously, we don't want it to get there. Nobody wants to get to the nuclear option. Jets don't want to do that. Packers don't want to do that. Woody Johnson doesn't want to do that. Jordan Love doesn't want to do that. Brian Gunkins, Matt LaFleur don't want to do that. So it's in everybody's interest to get this deal done. It's like they just have to put on their big boy pants and hammer out the compensation, which Goot is not asking for the sun, the moon, and the stars in the universe. He's asking for two seconds or one first. And and Joe Douglas has got this weird power trip going on. I think the owner's going to step in and get this deal done. Alex, what do you think? You don't want 12? There's a chance 12 would retire then, KJ. You know, like, you know, like, there's not a ton of options left out there. I think that's what's kind of frustrated me and maybe you Packers fans is that Green Bay, we've seen the other quarterbacks get signed. We've seen Derek Carr go to the Saints. We've seen the other quarterbacks, you know, make their moves around the league. Jimmy G, he's on a new team. And the Jets could have actually picked up either of those quarterbacks KJ could have picked up OBJ you know like could have picked like, up OBJ no nope. Joe Douglas on the Ravens and, Joe Douglas's and, games have allowed Rodgers top uh, wide receiver target like you could say Alan Lazard but he's been wanting to play with OBJ for years OBJ's looked really good when he's cutting in the videos now that he's been healed for about a year um, he's on the Ravens now, so that ship is sailed. Alan Lazard is, is no court. OBJ that's no what OBJ. I'm going to say we've seen him and, and this is just kind of the final thing I'll say is the Packers are fine either way. 
And I think that's how I feel. It's like, hey, if we go forward and we don't even really get compensation for Rodgers and Rodgers retires or just like, we're fine. We've got Jordan Love. We've got him ready. And I feel confident in Jordan Love. And we have a ton of picks. We have all of our picks still. And, And, Cage, I think the Packers are just a few pieces away from really truly taking that next step, a little maybe cap flexibility away from hitting that next step. And, you know, it's not like the same for the Jets. The The Jets, they want to go out there and run their same thing. They can still do it. We'll watch them be the Jets, you know. And Furthermore, it's like the Jets have to do it while they have this young talent on cost-controllable deals, on cost-controllable contracts. They can't wait until Sauce Gardner gets his extension. He's making like $28 a year. He's going to obliterate. Jair Alexander's deal most likely if he stays healthy right like when he becomes extension eligible you know Garrett Wilson who knows if this guy lights the league on fire uh, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are probably going to reset the market with their new deals but it's like even if those guys don't get a record-setting market deal the Jets are going to get expensive their 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 talent is going to get expensive they have this window where they happen to hit on some picks they can't get too greedy and, and like you said, Alex, with the Packers being just fine, we've been talking to a lot of Packers fans in the DMs. And Packers fans, I just want to appreciate you for writing in. It's been cool to hear some of your takes. And the, the, while there are a few Packers fans who, who aren't very much Jordan Love believers, um, everyone seems to agree that, you know, the Packers should have gotten more Super Bowls in the Rodgers era. You know, some of that blame falls on the front office. Some of that blame might fall on Rodgers' leadership abilities. Some of the blame might fall on the supporting cast. Who knows? Uh, but the overall consensus is that everybody's like almost at peace with moving on and very excited for Jordan Love like there's there's very few people we're talking to the DMs that that are kind of like anti-Jordan Love you know it's it's very overwhelmingly positive Jordan Love because the Packers organization is gonna is gonna the sun's gonna rise and the sun's gonna set and the Packers are still gonna be there and um yeah man I mean like let's get these draft picks done and speaking of draft picks you think maybe we should talk a little bit more about some of uh Goot's recent drafts uh, that that put a little let's, more pressure on Jordan Love. And, let's and maybe, do it, but uh, before we drafts. do it, let's do it, Cage. But before we do, I just want to hear your take. Who do you think the Packers should take with pick fifteen? If you had your choice, because we actually saw Keyshawn Nixon, shout out to K9, he he chimed in on this debate. He said Nolan Smith on top of the tweet, KJ, the edge rusher from Georgia. If he was still around, he would take him. Where do you stand, and is there a player that stands out to you where if he was available, you would take him at 15? So I did some research after Keyshawn Nixon, shot to Keyshawn. Keyshawn quoted Ike Packers last week and, and basically said he wants Nolan Smith of those eight guys we, we tweeted out. If these eight guys are available at number 15, who are you taking? Keyshawn Nixon said Nolan Smith. And so I went and watched some more film of Nolan Smith, and I have to admit I was very, very impressed by what I saw. Like, this guy is as quick as his 40 times says. You know, he is just a snake slithering past these offensive linemen. And not only that, he's able to drop back into coverage and make picks. Like, yeah. it's, one, it's one thing to have, like, you know, Tyree Wilson of Texas Tech, maybe if he falls to the pack, where I do like him as a prospect. Pure pass that, rusher. That, well, yeah, he can't really drop into coverage like a like it's not like you're asking Preston Smith to drop into coverage, you know. But you can ask some of these hyper athletes to drop into coverage. Nolan Smith is, a, is not, exactly Joe, that. Joe Barry has <laughs> he, yeah, exactly. He's, he's a hyper athlete, and I like the way that looks. 
another guy who who I've been looking a little more at is I th- I've said it for weeks. I think the Packers might go boring this year with their first round pick. And what does that mean? It means they might go like D lineman. They might go offensive lineman, something like that. I think the Packers might take, uh, you know, either uh, Skaronsky from from Northwestern, but the guy I, I think is a sleeper dark horse that the more you learn about him, the more you like him, is Darnell Wright. I believe he's the OT from Tennessee. And you look at, like, the way he just held up against SEC pass rushers last year, and it's really impressive. You know, like, Tennessee was good for a reason. Jalen Hyatt and Hendon Hooker, the mm-hmm. quarterback from Tennessee, was rising up draft boards. Like, he's taking a ton of first-round visits right now, uh, Hendon Hooker. He actually visited the Green Bay Packers, if that tells you anything. I don't think the Packers are going after him. But, like, maybe the Packers like, look, if this guy slips us at 45, we might have to pull the trigger because he looks like a surefire first-round guy if he didn't tear his ACL. But he was good for a reason, and that reason likely stems from having a dynamite left tackle who showed it he could get it done in the sec um yeah man i mean like another one more thing on nolan smith i forgot to mention is georgia doesn't really have like they've had the number one defense last year they don't really have guys who get double digit sacks i don't think an entire a single defensive player under kirby smith uh Kirby Smart, their head coach, has ever had double-digit sacks. That includes Trayvon Walker, the number one overall pick. That includes Jalen Carter. That includes Devontae Wyatt. That includes Quay Walker. That includes, uh, you know, Dolan Smith. They just don't get double-digit sacks. Like, it's very much a team effort. Yeah, go go for it. The guy that I would would take if he was available at 15, Packers fans, and this may be controversial. I want JSN. I want Jackson Smith the Jigba. Jalen Carter. I think this Take guy him. may may be the guy that falls in the draft. Cage, we were talking about it. Uh, who is Laramie Tunsil? Laramie Tunsil. Gas mask. May, <laughs> maybe you remember the old gas mask on draft day. I was watching. <laughs> we all, many of you were as well. We're you, you're just thrown up on this during the draft. You're not expected to see this, but you see all of a sudden. A guy wearing a, a gas number mask. Number one on Mel like... Kuyper's big boy. The <laughs> number one guy. You're like, no way. Like, this is before the days where people were, like, trolling hardcore on Twitter, you know? You're like, no way. Like, the number one guy is, is now being shown. Nowadays, mask. they wouldn't even buy it. Nowadays, they wouldn't yeah. even buy it. They'd be like, oh, like that's AI generated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, Jalen Carter kind of has this around him right now, KJ. Like, he's getting knocked here and there. We may hear some something come out on him on draft day. And if by a chance teams just start thinking, hey, I'm going to take Tyree Wilson. I'm going to take Devon Witherspoon. I'm going to take Lucas Van Ness because he's a safer pick than Jalen Carter. I like him as well. I want the Packers to take Jalen Carter because it's about time we took a risk at one of these guys who has serious attitude. Like, I want a defensive player that's mean. I was pulling up the top 10 paid defensive tackles, Packers fans, and Kenny Clark is the eighth highest paid defensive tackle in the NFL. And what was shocking, 17.5 million per year, is that he had four sacks. It was the lowest of the group besides Leonard Williams. Other guys caged in this list had like 15 sacks. You know, like Chris Jones, 15 and a half sacks. You know, many of these DT, Aaron Donald, you know, he's putting up tons of sacks. Other DTs in this list, 11 sacks. You know, nine sacks at the very least. Washington's yeah. got a pair of guys churning out sacks. And, and I was like, Kenny, as much as I love Kenny Clark, 
No one fears Kenny Clark. And, and maybe that's a hot take, but that's how I feel. Let's get Jalen Carter. Let's get someone who's feared. And, and I think, you know, that's kind of, you know, people actually f- maybe have a little edge when they're throwing at Jair Alexander, right? You know, that's Jair over there. He's probably oh, the you one Packers dope. defender, right, that actually has that. And I want to say, like, we need a little more attitude, Cage. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I got a couple things Clark. to say. So, so Kenny Clark, big fan of Kenny Clark, but in the NFL, a lot of people are just like, you know, what's the word? Like flabbergasted at sometimes the, the low ball contract offers that are offered. Like Jamal Williams said he was just insulted by the offer of uh, the Detroit Lions, even after he led the NFL in touchdowns last year. It's because the NFL, more so than any other sport, pays you for future value. Like, like, they don't pay you for the past value. They pay you for what you're getting in the future. The NBA will just chuck money at any any player. They're like, oh, this guy scored average eight points a game. He was $20 million. But the NFL is all about projectable production. And Kenny Clark's recent deal was largely of that nature. You know, it's like he deserved – like, Kenny Clark is a good player. Contract year, he was but, a beast. But he's never, he's never really had that breakout year that we all know he can have. And we've all kind of been waiting for it, or at least I have. He's mm-hmm. never really had that year where he's, like, been one of those, you know, you could argue he's probably, like, a fringe top 10 DT, you know, maybe, like, 8 to 12 range, depending on the year. But he's never had that year where he's, like, this guy's a game wrecker. He's never been a game wrecker. And he's making a lot of money, so it's like Packers aren't stopping the run too well. He's either. a part. He's a part of what we have going on here, but maybe like playing next to uh, you know a seasoned year two Devontae Wyatt or like like you said, Alex Jalen Carter. You might want, you might not want to take him at, at a top five pick, but at pick fifteen, Packers fans, the guy wears number eighty eight. He's a defensive tackle, <laughs> and he wears number 88, and he's won back-to-back national titles. Like, we were just talking about Darnell Wright, the offensive tackle for Tennessee, being a huge reason for why Jalen Hyatt and Hendon Hooker are being looked at as, like, second- to first-round picks. Well, it's like those guys that are these unsung heroes. Quay Walker was playing behind Jalen Carter. He was the best defender on the team that Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt were playing on. I, I think uh, Dar- uh, Darnell Stokes, or, uh, yes, Stokes, Eric Stokes, Eric Stokes, excuse me, um, get my get my Stokes messed up. Um, yeah, I think Eric Stokes may have also played with him as well. But but Jalen Carter, man, like if he slips to pick fifteen, I think you got to pull the trigger there too. Uh, if the Packers go ultra boring, I think you could look at the tackle from Tennessee. You know, I'm not well, as high here, on the guy from Northwestern. Hot, yeah, go for here's it. Another go. hot take is I personally, I'm not comfortable with the pick fifteen receiver. I don't know if Unless I see it's Jackson a guy. Smith the Jigba. If is you he take the guy him, you think? You for think me, it, okay. If you take him and put him opposite Christian Watson, I can justify pick fifteen going to JSN. I can't justify it being used with the Zay Flowers. I can't justify pick fifteen going to Jordan Addison. I would be sick. I'd be sick if that happened. I can't justify it. Um, you know, Jalen Hyatt. About Quentin. I th- yeah, Quentin is a guy who I, he's probably the next guy because like you're swinging for the fences and he mm-hmm. got the, he got to the final game on TCU like that's not easy to do and he's got the four four speed with the six four body um, you know Quentin's the other guy who I would be like I can live with that I would be very happy to get JSN 
Um, you know, Quentin would be my 1B. But other than that, you know, I'm waiting for, like, late first round, early second round. Maybe Pack make some moves with these, this draft capital. Like, I'd like to see him get rid of the third rounder unless they use it on a tight end. And I'm not talking to Josiah DeGuara hybrid Well, here's end. something I'm very talking about a guy like, like Tucker Craft if he falls or something like that. You got it. Like, we put out some interesting data last week. Tight ends in the first round, you know, it's interesting. But, like, most of the best tight ends actually come after the first round. You know, that, yep. that kind of opened my eyes. So it's like, I don't think the Packers are going tight end in round one. I don't think they are. I think they're going to go tight end in round two if the board shakes out that way or receive a round two. Maybe they'll go boring pick in the first round, pick 15. They'll go, like, boring but absolutely critical position, like tackle or defensive lineman or pass rusher. Or they'll, And then they'll go I, – I really feel strongly they're going to go offense round two. Uh, what are you going to say? One, I was going to say, you know, the Packers have severely under Goot missed on their day three picks that's fourth round fifth round sixth round and seventh round we've been putting out these uh you know years these classes draft classes and having packers fans grade them so if you haven't seen this go check it out a lot of good stuff out there but Goot typically has done really well in the first round right this is where he puts his focus gets a high caliber player second round you know he's 50 50 third round you know a little less and he kind of just goes worse and worse but one player he actually hit on in the fifth round like the only guy he hit on day three was marquez valdez scantling mm. i can't help but think about how perfect it would be to have that guy on this roster oh my gosh but, him you know, opposite christian watson would be epic and, and i can't why why you know like that's so much deep speed yeah. and uh then and there's you, tons then you, of room over the middle then you tons go ot you go dl you go pass rusher. it's not even a, a competition you know then you yeah. don't have to be pressed to get this wide receiver but but my point is like knowing this no take it even a goot right like Someone has to be running these, like, reflections with him. And why is he not trading some of these low picks for potentially a receiver or a yeah, potentially a playmaker? Because, DeAndre like, Hopp, maybe? Any, someone, you know? Like, I'm looking at, like, Kylan Hill, you know, Cole Van Lennon, you know, Shamar Jean Charles. Like, I mean, even Amari Rogers cage. These guys aren't panning out for the pack. And, no. and it's like, you know... I don't necessarily believe that he's the same level of, like, diamond in the rough finder as Ted Thompson was. Ted Thompson was just a beast at finding guys in the late rounds. And well, I think Goot is more of a top-heavy drafter. What's your thoughts on well, that? And if Goot wouldn't have hit slam dunks with his free agency signings, meaning, like, Preston P., Sedarius Smith, and Adrian Amos when they first came here and, and helped get the pack back to those three consecutive 13-win seasons, like— he might be running out of town already. You know, he really nailed those, and Ted didn't really do that. Like, Ted, you kind of put it out there, man. The data speaks for itself. Like, Ted was a better diamond in the rough finder than Gutenkunz up to this point. However, Gut has actually done exceptionally well picking guys off the scrap heap, like Razul Radio Douglas. Yeah, yeah. Like Keyshawn K9 Nixon. Devondre. Um, Devondre Campbell. So, so we do have to give him credit there. But if Goot, if Goot wouldn't have, like, Ted Thompson just didn't even take any at-bats in free agency, really. Um he never brought Very in like a few. Reggie White. You know, he he did. Charles. I think he, you know, he brought he brought in Charles Woodson. That was massive. The couple times he did swing, he brought in Julius Peppers. That was big. Um, but but it's like Goot luckily hit on that. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, he's done a good job of extending these guys. Like like you said, Kenny. I think where, where does he come in in terms of top ten? He's like eighth or something. Yeah. And then you know Elton Jenkins. We his deal looked a little questionable in the regular season, but when you you see what these guards are getting on the open market, it's like. 
absolutely scary just to see because you know you don't want to pay pay that much um, unless your guys like surefire the best offensive lineman in football. So like Elton Jenkins' deal looks a lot better in hindsight um, after seeing what these guys are getting. The open market teams will overpay for, and. Man, I mean, like, Aaron Rodgers is on the market. You even heard a report that San Fran might be kicking the tires. And it's interesting because they would have to pay up a lot more because they're an NFC team. But there's interest. It's like the like we said last week, Packers fans, the Jets. He's not going media, to the 49ers, though. Th- no. Or is he? I mean, <laughs> I don't never think say so. never, right? So. Like, the Jets media has kind of been leaking some stuff, like some, some stuff that's questionable that I don't know if I buy. Like, oh, the Packers have fallen off their asking price of a first-round pick. It's like, says who? Says the Jets media leaking stuff? But it's like, same thing. This could be the Packers side leaking some stuff. Like, you know, no one's Other really denied buyers. it. 49ers haven't exactly denied the claim. Uh, but, but two sides can play at that game. Alex, what do you think? Um, sh- should we maybe uh, do, a, do a quick mock draft here? Let's do up? a mock draft. We're going to do a quick three-round mock draft, Packers fans. I think that's going to be pretty fun. Um, it's let fun me to see these scenarios. Let me see here. I'm just going to have to uh, pull this bad boy up, KJ. Yep, yep, a few yep. seconds. Packers fans, uh, definitely keep your eye on Ike Packers. Um, feel free to write us your takes. Feel free to comment your, your takes in some of our tweets, but also – we're looking at doing a giveaway sometime soon. We ran a poll and said, which jersey would you rather have, Jordan Love or Christian Watson? And surprising, but also unsurprising, like I was like, this could go either way. More people said Christian Watson, so, so we might have to keep that in mind for, for an upcoming giveaway we do. So keep your eyes peeled to Ike Packers there. Um, you know, we always love giving stuff away, giving everyone chances to win because we're super thankful for this community. We couldn't do any of this without you. And uh, we're going to be making some special appearances very soon. Um, but, Al, what do you think? Ready to go on this mock draft? I think we are. I think we're going to have to hit. I guess it's. Uh... This is interesting. It's uh... it's making us simulate the first 15 this time, KJ. So I was unable to just sim down to the Packers pick. So why don't we just say, who do you think is going number one? Anthony Richardson. Me too. Anthony Richardson, number one to Carolina. If you think it's C.J. Stroud. Bryce Young or something? No, I'm, I'm doing it. They, they, it was unable to sim through this time, Packers fans. So I'm doing a quick top 15 here. And then we'll just hit the Packers first round pick. Number two, I would say probably Bryce Young. You know, like if the, if the upside guy goes number one, usually the safe guy goes number two. See, okay. Number three is the Cardinals on the clock. You think Will they're, Anderson. But they have Will a lot Anderson? of interest in that pick. Okay. Will so I think they'll Will trade Anderson? him. Okay, the Colts, are they taking C.J. Stroud? If he's on the or board, they're taking him. Yep, okay, Colts get Stroud at four. Okay, five, you have the Seahawks. Are they taking Will Levis? Or are they taking, you know, Jalen Carter, I, Tyree Wilson? I think they are going to take a quarterback of the future if one of the big four falls to them. Will Levis, number five. Okay, then you get Quarterbacks to the Lions. Quarterbacks always rise. Lions, I could see taking Devin Witherspoon from uh, I Illinois. I think so, too, and here's why. They badly word on the street is they're looking to move on from Jeff Okuda. Yeah. That's just word on the street. I think they're going to look to get that cornerback. I mean, their defense was atrocious last year, so they got to improve in that regard. So I think okay. they'll take Witherspoon. Raiders at number seven. Tyree Wilson, Jalen Carter, Peter Skronrowski, Quentin Is Johnson. Will Anderson off the board? Will Anderson, he went, yeah, we, we took him at number three to the okay, Cardinals. Okay, th- then I think they're taking Tyree. Tyree Wilson, okay. Then we have the Falcons. A lot of team needs. QB, wide receiver, edge. 
I mean, Quentin Johnson's there. Jackson Smith and Jigba's there. Jalen Carter's there. Uh, One thing you can be absolutely certain Lucas about the Van Falcons Ness. pick is they will pick the wrong player. I think they might take Jackson Smith to Jigba. Let's have them take him at eight, nine to the Bears. Bears need a tackle. They'll I think they're Skaronsky. looking at Skaronsky. Me too. Northwestern guy. Then you got the Eagles at 10. You know, Christian Gonzalez. They need a receiver, a guard, and uh, they kind of need a few pieces, but they're a pretty good squad. I think I could they'll see take them. Gonzalez because Slay, okay. he, they almost weren't going to bring him back, if I remember correctly. Get a good corner. Can never hurt. We'll have him take Christian Gonzalez at 10. Good teams have good corners. 11, you have the Titans who badly need offensive linemen or receiver. They have Quentin Johnson available. I think they'll I, take him. Okay. That, he seems like a Titans type, you know, outside wide receiver. Yeah, they, they need to get to the Texans. Texans, you know, they have a lot of needs, but they, they I mean, they just took Bryce Bryce Young. They got tackle. their quarterback. Are they taking offensive tackle then, Cage? I would I would believe so. I mean, you like, think it's going to be Darnell Wright or Paris Johnson? I think Darnell Wright's going to go first, man. I, I don't know if Paris Johnson, well, he's talented. I don't think he's going to be. Uh, okay, the Jets then are the Jets then taking Paris Johnson? Let's say the Jets draft for the pack. Let's just say, like, for hypothetical s- scenario, like Jalen Carter's on the board. <laughs> take it. Like, like, like the Packers have traded the Aaron Rodgers to the Jets for the 13th overall pick. With the 13th Carter. overall pick, the Packers select Jalen Carter. <laughs> Packers Nation goes crazy. <laughs> Jalen Carter. Twitter's going nuts. Make sure you're following like Packers for draft weekend. It's going to be draft. nuts. Yeah, so yeah. Packers get Jalen Carter from New York at 13. That Patriots at 14. They really need an edge rusher. I could see him taking Lucas Van Ness. He seems like a Patriot. Him or um, Nolan. Him or Nolan. Yeah. Belichick will take one of we'll those have, guys. We'll have Van Ness go to the to – the, so then at the Packers at 15. They're looking at a lot of talent here, KJ. Uh, now that things are kind of settling down, you have Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. You have this Cansey guy from Pittsburgh, Kalijah Cansey, yeah. defensive interior. I don't think the Packers will take him. Paris Johnson is still on the board from Ohio State. You have Brian Branch still available. You have Nolan Smith. I mean, have, I think I think it's going to be Paris. Like I would think it would be awesome if Nolan Smith goes with Jalen Carter just to give the pack like a endless Georgia defenders. You know, um, it's not like we're taking like Northwestern players if that was the, you know like we're taking Georgia Bulldog champions. Um, so it's like. That would be cool if we paired uh, Jalen Carter with Nolan Smith and just loaded up our defense. Um, however, I think if the Pack go defense with the first first rounder, I think the second first rounder they're going to go boring offense. Paris Johnson and I wouldn't be too too upset. Paris about Johnson, it I know we'll that have to take Paris Johnson at fifteen. So I think that's a good spot. So the Packers, you know, they may just take some big boys this year cage in the first round you win and i think in the trenches. You, yeah for your final thoughts how would you feel if the packers went boring and i know you kind of said you had a hunch you know man boring oftentimes in the draft wins flashy every year loses and, and in a prime example of this is kyle pitts going to the atlanta falcons like flashiest pick of all picks but Falcons suck, man. Like they're <laughs> they need they're so much. <laughs> they need so much down there in ATL. Luckily, it, Packers have their plan. I feel like the Packers have a good team. Like the yeah. roster is good. Like 
it would be fun to draft this year for Green Bay. And I think Goot is excited on his end. Packers fans, we want to thank you for tuning into this week's episode. If you liked it, please leave a five-star review. Text it to uh, a tell a friend. That's the number one way you can help us grow. We're going to be excited as the draft gets closer and closer. We're going to be on top of the Rodgers news, any free agent signings. Make sure you're he- checking out Ike Pack. We're always appreciative of everybody. Kate, any final thoughts? You yeah, wanna wrap I will us say up? this, Packers fans. We're less than three weeks away from the draft, so now's the time to get those conversations rolling. You know, like text your buddies, text your coworkers, text your family members, uh, text the people in your fantasy leagues. Just text anyone you like to banter football with, new friends, old friends, new colleagues, old colleagues, people you like to talk that you-know-what to, talk that trash to. Less than three weeks away, and, and why don't, what better thing to, to use to, to build a bridge than Ike Packers podcast? You know, like, if you're unsure of what to say, just basically be like, what do you think about these takes? You know, like, like, and then you guys get to talk. Jalen Carter you know, to Green Bay. <laughs> like, like, this podcast thinks Jalen Carter might follow the Jets. What if the Jets traded the 13th pick to the Packers and the Rodgers deal? Would you be happy about that? Would you be outraged by that? Would you be furious? Would you be somewhere in between? Would you want the Packers to go boring? Uh, feel free to use, like, Packers as a bridge. You know, it helps us out, and if we can help create some great conversation in your lives, then it's a win for everybody. So I really appreciate everyone listening. Alex, take us home. Yep, Packers fans, we appreciate you. We'll be here next week, this same time. We're also going to be on Amazon Prime, where we're going to be talking about the Packers on there today. It's going to be exciting stuff. Thank everybody for listening. As always, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go forever. If you enjoyed this episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans, go, 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 Pack, go. Send you a message, when are you going? I'll be there this weekend, we'll have the best time.
Should we go?